Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Compliance News. The Daily Compliance News is an offering of the Compliance Podcast Network. January 11th, 2019, the Bad Money Edition. When I grew up, the color of your money was about the only thing that the government or really anybody else talked about. Well, turns out that that has changed quite a bit. Yesterday, or rather earlier this week, the U.S. Treasury Department sanctioned a Venezuelan network that allowed the owner of the media giant Global Vision Tele to make billions of dollars illicitly and promise profits rather from the country's broken currency market. The U.S. action is a part of a comprehensive sanctions campaign to pressure President Maduro. Next up, an article from Reuters. Think CEOs cannot be involved in bribery, extortion, and kickbacks? Think again as the former INSIS CEO has pled guilty to an opioid kickback scheme, paying doctors to prescribe the opioid drug. This comes immediately before the uh, founder of the company is going to trial on this same issue. So now we have a CEO who has pled guilty to kickbacks. Uh, In a world that has uh, gone completely haywire, you can't get much more haywire than that. Next up, from Francine McKenna at MarketWatch, Kara Stein, the departing commissioner of the SEC, has told MarketWatch and Francine in an interview that one of the things that she is most proud of during her time was the Dodd-Frank whistleblower program and its success. She also said that her efforts paid off with initiatives like consolidated audit trails and uh, computerized marketplaces, resiliency to market shocks. Very interesting article. And finally, from the Financial Times, the Royal Bank of Canada faces a probe in the United Kingdom into its work culture after staff has complained about legal and compliance issues and being dismissed for whistleblowing going forward. A former currency trader won a case for unfair dismissal, which he claimed had been treated poorly after raising concerns about box-ticking culture at the organization. The financial authority in the United Kingdom, the FCA, is investigating, and while the bank has declined to comment on this, the FCA certainly is going to be scrutinizing the bank's actions going forward in this. Uh, This is really an offshoot or perhaps a supplement to the new FCPA requirement that cultures, corporations subject to UK law or incorporated in the United Kingdom take cultural metrics and then analyze those metrics as they would uh, other facets of of an organization. But here you have an organization which apparently... Uh, The culture is uh, very negative, certainly towards whistleblowers. It's going to be interesting to see how this shakes out going forward. But then again, when you have a CEO paying kickbacks to doctors, who knows what can happen. As I previously announced, I'm going to continue the daily compliance news now into this new year of 2019. If there's any uh, interesting things you would like me to talk about, please email me and let me know. I'm at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. Your feedback is always welcome. You will check out some of the new offerings on the Compliance Podcast Network. Jay Rosen and myself have started a new podcast series, Popcorn and Compliance, a look at compliance through the lens of the movies that premiered Saturday, December 8th, 
and we'll post bi-monthly on Saturday for your entertainment and enjoyment listening pleasure. Finally, Mary Shirley and Lisa Fine have premiered their new podcast, Great Women on Compliance. I hope you will check that out. It's a great podcast series. We have several other offerings that we are in production and we'll go live after the first of the year on the Compliance Podcast Network.